This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. Found this quote, and uh, I don't know exactly who said it, but the hardest part of growing up is realizing your parents are growing old. In my house, in-laws' house, we are recently have to have this serious discussion about their health and what they're going to do with the rest of their lives. And it is an interesting situation, me being the in-law, because I feel like I'm having to drive this discussion because I'm sort of not as connected as the actual people in the family. So I'm literally kind of having to lay down the law and be like, we need to have this discussion about what you're going to do going forward. And I feel like I'm the bad cop, but I feel like it's necessary. And this is the point. Parents get old. And at some particular point, the kids take care of the parents. Uh, I know I'm a little bit older than you, but this is sort of what's going on in my life at this particular point. Yeah, I mean, I've seen different versions of that with my grandparents. Uh, My grandmother's still... She's 93. She lives by herself in her house that she's been in for 65, 66 years. And it's interesting seeing my mom and her brothers and sister um, dealing with that. And I'm not I mean, I'm not dealing with it with my parents, but it is something that we you have to have a discussion early on. I mean, I think we talked about Michael Easter and how he talks about your relationship with death. Or, or just dying. And if you're, if you're comfortable and it's part of your uh, zeitgeist, I don't know, for the re- your entire life, when that starts coming up, it's easier to have that conversation than if you just ignore it for, for a longer and longer time. Has gone, going through this made you and your wife think about, I don't know why I didn't say her name, you and Karen like think about addressing this early on with your kids being like, hey, in 20, 30 years, like you're going to have to step up. Well, I honestly, we're literally right in the middle of this with her parents. And so Mm. I feel like all of our energy focused now is like, what is the strategy we take with them to help them make the best decision? And so, you know, I mean, your dad is the same way, right? He was like, my my father-in-law was an alpha male manager, great manager, worked really hard. People respected him. He's basically been his own guy forever. And now comes me saying like, hey, man, we got to make some changes. Like it's me saying it to him. And I, that is, that has got to be really hard for someone in their life who's been strong their whole life to have to hear from somebody else. Like, yo man, you're going to have to give some stuff up. Right. And I think the dynamic of it, like you kind of said, you're as the in-law driving it a little bit more. I mean, the longer, you know, someone, the more baggage there is like your in-laws are hearing something from their kids that they taught how to wipe their own butt. It's just like, I, I still, they're like always going to view them as a kid to some extent. So like having a third party or someone a little bit more outside come in and make those statements or calls might be a more effective way to do it if someone's less receptive to needing help. Because you think you don't need help until it's too late. Like, oh, I fell and I cracked my head on the ground versus like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm moving a little bit slower. So there's never like a good time to say, yeah, I need to make a change. That's exactly it. That's exactly the pitch that I'm making. 
Talk about it early so that the transition is easier rather than if you Google old people get, you know, having to talk with your parents, blah, blah, the main thing is a fall. Like yeah. old people fall and then they break a hip and then they're in bed for six months. What do you do? That's like the number one thing. And so having to have, tell them like, Hey, okay, you could be in your house forever. What are we going to do if you fall? Neither one could help each other out. They, they would need a full-time nurse. Okay. So then let's plan for a full-time nurse, but it's just that planning process of what's going to happen. And that just could be a shock for someone to hear that. Like, what, why are you making me do this? Well, here's the reason. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of even think about milestones in your own life. Like, um, well, I'm, I still view myself as pretty young. I don't need to stretch before yeah. I go. I yeah. mean, I, when I was 28 or 29, I ruptured my quad because I didn't stretch properly. Like it, it can happen at any point. And I mean, that's a little bit less extreme than breaking my hip and being bedridden for six months. But yeah, it's, I guess it's hard on both ends too, because uh, the parents view their kids as a certain way, but you're, there's also the baggage of seeing the people that raised you and trying to be like, all right, am, am I in charge now? Like, do I know better? And you yeah, know, that's, that's been the hardest part for my wife is that she would always go to her parents' house and they would not baby her, but they would take care of her. They'd make her lunch. They'd make her decisions. And so it was always like a resting place for her. Mm -hmm. And now she's kind of having to switch the roles and that's not been easy for her. Yeah. It's like you're parenting at home and then you have some version yeah. of putting your parenting hat on when you're trying to help them figure out their next steps. You know, and, and this, the, the thing that I'm kind of learning is that like, there's no right or wrong decision, right? There's decisions and you try to make them and right. you're not ever going to make anybody happy. But here's the other one. Like I'm making a decision with my wife about her parents, but then you throw her sister and her brother into the mix and they have different, like, that's where it's like, oh, damn it. It gets so confusing because family dynamics pop in. Yeah. So, I mean, what are you going to do? You still, you still figuring out? Oh, oh, dude, we're told, I mean, we're just dipping our toes into this, and, but I feel like stuff just needs to get progress. Like, I mean, there's easy things, right? There's the uh, do not resuscitate. Like, hey, let's fill out this form. What happens when you, if you go on a ventilator? What do you want? Like, that's really kind of an easy entree. And then there's like, you know, okay, what happened about a nurse and blah, blah, blah. But um, yeah, there's, I feel like there's little easy entrees and we're kind of dipping our toes into that. But in my opinion, like, we need to make some hard decisions sooner rather than later. And her family doesn't move real fast. So I'm like, oh, geez. I mean, we talked a couple of days ago about uh, the Google CEO Sundar saying, what ties did you break this week? It's like more about moving forward than having the, I mean, I'm saying this from someone that's not in it at all, but it's like at some point, I mean, you're making this point. We just need to make decisions and move forward with them rather than being at a stalemate because at some point the decision is going to be made for you. And you lose even, you have less control. You know, and it's funny to have this dis discussion like in our country, because I don't think any other countries have this. Like the parents just move into the house. That's just the way it is. I have a really good Indian mm. friend. Like you guys are crazy. We never make that, which I'm fine with. Like I would totally have my in-laws move in with me. But we're in this crazy situation where I live in an urban environment. And if we move to their house, our jobs and our kids all go to school in a different place. So it would be like, we'd all be commuting. So it's like, there's no give and take on that, but I really would be open to, Hey, come live with me. Let's do it. Right. Getting an elevator installed. <laughs> Seriously. I was always surprised with the amount of like seemingly ancient 
people, generally Asian people living in San Francisco, walking around with their little push carts. Yeah. And I'm like, where do you live that you're going upstairs? Because <laughs> most places don't have, yeah, don't have elevators. Well, I think the thing we can take away is uh, from Kenny Rogers, the gambler, the best thing you can hope for is to die in your sleep. So maybe. Uh... <laughs> I know that after you. <laughs> Gosh. Should I say that to my in-laws? Try to quote the gambler? Yeah, just put the gambler on and be like, we need to have it. <laughs> Get it known to hold him. Oh, well if you want to talk about death please reach out <laughs> podcast on facebook twitter instagram i'm andrew keller for kenny rogers oh. thanks for stopping by